Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the reasons why people decide not to start jiu-jitsu right away. And we're going to be talking about, you know, how much validity there is in some of these reasons that people are giving and kind of debunk the ones that are able to be debunked. So uh, the first the first and most obvious one is uh, that we're going to discuss here is the being fat or being out of shape one that you know, it's it's a pretty we're we're in the United States here, and it's a pretty common problem. Yeah. But uh, I think it might be because people aren't doing things like jujitsu. Yeah, I thought that was a reason to start jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> better than going to a gym in a place where everybody's there's nothing but cardio machines. You don't have an idea. You know, you have a guided instructor. Um, a lot of times you're wearing a gi, uh, you know, so it's you're sweating. Uh, man, I I think it's better if you. It might be a reason to start jiu-jitsu. Yeah, uh, the to to me the the biggest reason that um, that you should be leaning towards something like jiu-jitsu for weight loss and doing doing jiu-jitsu isn't the whole answer when it comes to being able to lose weight, but it's just so much more engaging. It doesn't feel so much like exercise, except for maybe the. You know, the 30 seconds at the end of the round, at least for me. Or the warm-up, right? <laughs> the warm-up. The warm-up might be worse than the very intense rounds, to be honest. But you got people around you. So, it's a, you know, if that's, a, if that's maybe an excuse why you don't want to start, maybe that's that's why you do. Like, you, you have, you're going to have a community. You know, you're going to have someone who's, you know, the kind of instructor says, hey, you know, help this guy out. You know, start with this guy. So, I mean, you're even going to have support there from another person, not just you by yourself or having to pay for an extra trainer. Right, right, yeah. You're, you're paying to learn a skill while also getting, uh, getting all the exercise, right? <clears throat> so the, the other thing you mentioned was, like, the, the support system, right? So you usually, like, we, we live in a pretty lonely world nowadays, everybody's thinking that they've got to go it alone and whenever they find like a community it feels very good for them and i think that jujitsu in most schools has a very good community so it really helps with kind of like the support network that people are looking for and a lot of the times when you're doing the weight loss thing the support network is pretty key oh it's uh that's probably one of the coolest uh you know maybe nine years now I've been able to be around a gym atmosphere and that's one of the cool uh, there, there's a lot of different avenues that, that I watch martial arts I watch jiu-jitsu uh, kind of help the everyday person but that's that's one of the coolest you know people come in and that's their goal they're like you know I, I, I'm tired of walking on a treadmill and it's like well and that wasn't the way to lose the weight anyway but uh, I mean know. it can be but <laughs> it's it's definitely not the most engaging way to do it no no uh so it's cool to see, you know, people kind of get motivated. They they get excited, uh, and then it's cool to see people that you wouldn't think, be like, oh man, you're you're losing weight. You're really losing weight. You know, they go down in gi sizes, and uh, they come in, you know, they don't see them for a couple of weeks, and they come in on an open mat day, and uh, so it's really cool. That that's one of the coolest uh, kind of interactions I've seen between just jujitsu and and that weight loss. Uh, so I, I think that's. And that's more of a reason to be around it. Uh, 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, it's not all like the losing weight using jujitsu to do it is not all you know perfect. There there are challenges that come to that come with being yeah. overweight, right? Um, but so so when I started, I was probably I don't know fifty pounds heavier than I am right now. Yeah, and uh, it was tough. Like like. We mobility issues probably mo- mobility issues all of all of the things that come with being overweight right but in the school that i attended you know there there was like a decent cohort of us that kind of walked in that way and we all like unintentionally lost all of the weight together just because we were cool. exercising and wanted to do it and wanting to do it is a huge part of actually committing to exercise, right? But yeah, you're you're gonna walk in, you're gonna walk in, and if you're overweight, the warm ups are gonna be tough. God, I almost threw up so many times. <laughs> but you know, in order to make a change, you you have to let yourself be uncomfortable for a while. Yep, you gotta kind of dive in. Um, yeah. And obviously, we we've done jujitsu now for for a little while. Um, no better place to dive in. It's such a cool and rewarding thing. So, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so so if you're if you're if you have uh, if you're overweight, even like pretty seriously overweight, you'll be able to get a lot of exercise by doing the very basic stuff in jujitsu. You aren't going to be doing like crazy rolling back takes. You're not going to be doing like forward like, rolls. Backward yeah, rolls. No, there's there's no cartwheel passing for you. But all of that stuff isn't that important anyway. And just doing any movement is going to make a pretty big difference when you're carrying more weight than you should. It's kind of like wearing a you know a weighted vest if you're exercising. Instructors are good about that too. Like they 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 understand. They've had students from all different walks, so they 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 see a body type and they see you know a little overweight. Maybe these things and they'll come and adjust what they're doing yeah, to sure. to help you through it. So even in, you know. They're gonna help you there too. So it's, yeah, you'll you'll get you'll get the adjustments <laughs> sure. that that you need because they want you to stick around. Both both from from a business perspective, if you want to be cynical, and also from a you know being helpful perspective, they want to have like a, a good member of their community. For sure. Um, so <clears throat> kind of so let's move on to the next one, which is like the actual size thing it's not the it's not the same thing as being overweight but if you're like way way bigger or way smaller sometimes people think that that's a reason not to start they're like concerned for a variety of different reasons do you have any thoughts on that um um it's a it's a weight class derived you know martial art like yeah so you're gonna find I've been to gyms everywhere, you know, and there's people of all different shapes, sizes, ages that, that kind of uh, that do it. So you, you, there's going to be some. And what I've seen really cool is if even just in our gym um, with our weight class, when I first started, there were only a couple big guys. And, uh, you know, you get some guy for some reason, uh, you know, whatever it is, but, but people attract together. I mean, think about the classes we have right now, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. There's a group of people that are. We got some big boys. Yeah, that we are XL, XL and above. You yeah. can't even say large, like XL yeah. and above. I'm yeah. small. I'm small out of that group. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a 200, 205 pound person, small. Yeah. 
you know, so it's really cool to see a group of, uh, and, and that just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll happen. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter your size. I don't, I don't think, I don't believe so. I think, you know, maybe it, yeah. You, you ha- I, I think that having at least one person within about 15% of your body weight, just one person so that you can kind of work with, work with them, um, to pressure test some of your moves. Like it's, it's different. Like, doing certain moves when somebody's like i don't know a 30 percent difference like if someone's like 30 40 pounds lighter than you there's going to be some stuff that won't work on bigger guys yeah but yeah. we're talking about that's once you're doing jujitsu for a while right but like excuses for not not starting yeah that's one you know we can kind of throw that one out the window a little bit because yeah for sure uh it's it you don't need to have somebody that's really close to your weight for the first like two years, people that are right. that that are that are smaller than you are still going to trash you. <laughs> it also teaches you some things, right? Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Well, I'm too big. I'll just hold everybody down. I mean, it, <laughs> there's some truth to that, depending on how big they are. There, like, there are some like 270 pound guys that can give me some trouble if they're like, you know on special sports supplements and well, you're been... being really nice and you said some trouble <laughs> some trouble <laughs> i still think you would end up on their back but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well it just it kind of depends strength strength matters you know but yeah, that's that's why you prioritize being on top with those people <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> yeah so uh here let's let me look at this real quick yeah so if you're too big from being out of shape you could lose the weight that's uh, some of that will happen naturally, and then after you hit a certain point, you'll uh, you'll need to make a more concerted effort. Probably actively do some diet changes, whatever, yeah. and uh, yeah, have somebody at some point within your weight to train with, and it doesn't even have to be at your school. No. Like it can just be, you know, you go to an open mat somewhere in the region once a month or something yep. and that's that's enough like really that, that's a common thing in a, in a room is for uh if somebody's getting ready for you know we, we do it at our place where hey we've got x 200 210 pound guy getting ready for competition you know and people come from all around the region to to train on you know our our live days we have two live days at the end of the week thursday friday people come to train with that big group so that happens a lot you know you in the community but like, hey coach i need somebody my size Oh well, hey, there's a gym across town that has open mat. They got some big guys. Let me get you with them. And that'll happen, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that's that's something that if if you're you've been in combat sports for a while, it was it's really it was more common for other ones like you know MMA, um, kickboxing, wrestling, boxing. You get you pull you pull people in, and jujitsu is starting to do that now yep. because jujitsu has yep. become popular enough to yeah. and there's enough there's enough uh, traction to kind of pull people from all around yeah. the area and people will do that. Yeah. People are competing on the, you know, on a big stage. So people, people will come together and train I like it. It's really awesome. Yeah. So the other end of this is, um, what if you're much smaller than average? And like, this is, this is both, both sexes, right? Yeah. Both, both men and women will have issues with this, you know? Um, so, Hey, jujitsu is a superpower. Be yeah. glad you're small. Come in and embrace it, and understand uh, jujitsu 
is for the small person. Um, I've, that that's the watching jujitsu for nine, ten years now. Nothing is better than watching some little, like one hundred fifteen pound yeah. person just crawl all over somebody. <laughs> And when the person gets done, they kind of just look around the room. <laughs> They're shell shocked. What is this? <laughs> Specific time in Arizona. There's a probably a hundred and five pound. I don't know. She's probably probably fifty. I would say fifty. So masters, right? Mm -hmm. She's she's in the listen. She wears a gi, and I watch her. This big old probably I don't know one hundred ninety pound, two hundred pound guy. Um, and she just crawl over. So there's definitely inspiration out there if you if you feel like you're too small. I promise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the the interesting thing about jiu-jitsu is, you know, size matters, strength matters, but you can nullify it with enough effort and trickery. Man, like, it's special sometimes, magic sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, so so being, being like, jiu-jitsu's origin was, you know, a really small guy dealing with a really big judo guy, or, you know, that's part of the, you know, the, the, the mythos, the jiu-jitsu myth. Like, like I'm sure that happened, right? But, but, <laughs> but like it is, it is designed to help to nullify the size. It doesn't mean that size doesn't matter. It'll help if you're bigger, for sure. Uh, everything is going to be, you know, different if you're significantly smaller than the majority of your training partners. But that doesn't mean that you can't do it. But different, usually the smaller has to, different means right. Like they have to do things more right. Like they, yeah. they don't even, it's like you, some of your, at the beginning of white belt level, some of those things may go away because you have, you have to do things right. Or you're like, oh, wait a minute, this doesn't work at all. That's because you're not using the leverage. Yeah. Yeah. The, the most technical people are usually yeah. smaller yep. for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, if you're, if you're looking at, kind of the the way that you can keep yourself safe if you're concerned about safety which is a legitimate concern you know when that there's a reason weight classes exist um, part of the reason the way that you can do that is by you know brushing up on your picking skills like you pick the right training partners like there are much there are there are bigger guys that are much safer roles than some of the people that are only a little bit bigger than you for sure Yep, and that, but that's uh, that's what we have. Like, you can look around a room and see people in the room that, and maybe not. Maybe if you don't ever watch people, but I watch people, and I've been to all types of gyms, and most of the time, I'm, when people are warming up, you can tell who's good partners and who's not good partners. Yeah, just based on the way they move. Just based on the way yeah. they move, the way they're warming up, and and by the people that are around. Like most of the time, you know, go to a. If you're new to a class and, and find the group that there's kind of people sitting together, go kind of scoot to that group and just be like, hey, I'm new. Like, don't don't go to the – don't hang out in the back and get stuck with the last person <laughs> that was already at class. Yeah. So, you know, don't, yeah, that's don't that's being that. a bad picker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go right to the group that has the most people kind of sitting in it and just kind of – if you get close to a group in a jiu-jitsu class, somebody go, hey, man, are you new? I promise, instantly. Yeah. Uh, don't just hang out. Um yeah, I mean, that'll kind of help that. that that'll kind of ease those nerves there. For, for sure. And, and like the people who are sitting together in, in the middle, right before class, those are the, the, the more nice social people most of the time. Yeah. Like you, you, 
I mean, you know, you you see you see people who have uh, friendly energy. You're like you'll see them. They're they're smiling. They're laughing. You know, those are also usually the safer people because they they have they have uh, if they care about socializing and having relationships with people and maintaining friendships, then kind of they're going to be biased towards more caring of their yep. training partners sure. like it's not it's not one to one but it's pretty close yeah yeah no that, that's yeah i think if, if you're worried about you know maybe getting hurt um you know that's the first place you start is you just find those people that are smiling that are laughing it's easy to find in a jiu-jitsu class um they may smell a little funny but <laughs> they'll be smiling <laughs> that, that's that's also not one-to-one <laughs> <laughs> definitely not one-to-one but no, that's uh, that's it, and I and I do that even as a, a professional fighter, you know, brown belt trying you know, will be a black belt. Like I, every class I go to, uh, we were just at Tenth Planet Belgrade, um, super awesome atmosphere. Uh, the coach there never got his name. I couldn't pronounce the way he said his name, <laughs> but he taught his classes in English, which was cool. But, was know, it because you guys were there? No, nope. I, we, we slid in on some classes, like while he was in the middle of teaching classes, he just said that's the, the like all of a certain age and up, mm-hmm. all try to speak. You know, he ha- if he has to go in detail sometimes, he has to go back, but they all try to teach, speak English. Um, the 10th planet there went kind of went underground, but uh, you, you could just see the class. You could see around the class. You could, one guy looked at Gabriel, and I was like, hey, man. I'm pretty sure that's the one in the class to kind of watch out. And then maybe two days later, we rolled, rolled with them. And Gabe was like, hey, that's the only guy in the whole room. I was like, yeah. He was the only one that really wasn't smiling. And that was, that, and he was like, that was that simple. I was like, yes, it yeah, was that yeah, simple. Like, yeah. he just wasn't smiling. I was like, he, he's the only one that didn't smile. He was kind of like in a serious mindset. And then when he, when he shook your hand, he didn't smile. Like, he just kind of touched it and went. So you, you could really tell. Like, I could pick it up instantly. Yeah. So that, that'll help with that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, can you can you tell people a little bit about why you were in Belgrade? That's Serbia, right? Yeah, Serbia, awesome. Um, yeah, just give them some context. I had the the coolest opportunity. We've got a couple amateurs on our team that uh, had the opportunity to go to Team USA tryouts in Vegas back in July. Um, three, we we took a handful out there. Three of them had. This, open. this is for MMA, right? Yeah, for okay. Team USA MMA. Um, we go, uh, there's an international MMA federation, IMAF, who holds amateur, or junior and amateur, and youth world MMA tournaments. Uh, we're talking about a, a five cages in a venue. Um, all these other countries have big opening ceremonies, big concerts, and the finals has fireworks coming out when you're walking out, like, uh, you know, kind of the Olympics of, of MMA. Um, they have youth, and I've, I've had the opportunity to go a couple years with youth, which allowed me to go with the adults, um, and that's how we took some guys. And uh, I got a coach, Kerry Miller, um, one of the coolest uh, things I've been a part of. Um, yeah, that that's a really cool uh, Belgrade, Serbia, uh, Bulgaria, Abu Dhabi. Um, they they hold it in beautiful places. Next year, don't know where they'll be. Don't know where they'll be for kids, but that's uh, it's for amateur MMA worlds. Yeah. So, so you uh, you took you took that group, and then you visited a tenth planet over there. So that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Every time we travel, uh, really anywhere, youth nationals. Last year, uh, we were on in California, tenth planet Oceanside, super popular. Uh, we were four minutes from there. 
So we train there. We're usually there for five to seven days when we go, getting ready for whatever the big competition is. So my coaches train. Um, all of my kids train daily, so they want to get on the mats. Uh, and we just kind of find the places that open their doors. Tent Planets are, have been across the world now. Uh, one of the most opening arm type gyms and just a cool environment, not too much of a grindy, uh, just a cool environment. So that's why we end up in Tent Planets. We always, I always Google Tent Planet and I find if there's one within an Uber drive, uh, we go to the Tent Planet and they're usually like open arms. Um, Very awesome. Yeah. Cool stuff. So that's why we end up at Tent Planets. Cool. Awesome. Um, all right. So, uh, so if you're too small, picking 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 your training partners you know we kind of talked about that developing those soft skills is really important for everybody but it might be even more important if you're on the smaller end like especially yeah. if you're like below 130 and you're yeah. in a room full of 175 plus yeah. and that's it, it that's in terms of percentage that's pretty big a lot of times isn't that kind of rare though to have a because i know me now listen don't be jaded by the gym you're in now because we have a lot of, but this is the first time any gym I go to, usually across the world, 155 and down is the majority of the gym. Um, like in Tent Planet, there was only three guys out of probably 40 that I saw. Three guys were bigger guys. Um, same thing out at, at in Oceanside. You know, there were there was only now there was a 60 person class there. 60. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. And they were like eight. Eight big guys. But that's not a lot compared to the, the class. Most of the people I roll with there were smaller. Um, so I, the, I think the big guys usually group together. Now, you might have a gym where there's a lot of big, but most of the time I think it's going to be smaller anyway. You're going to have smaller training partners. I know that our gym is different. Yeah, well, you have a – you have a, a, he has Chase, Chase travels all the time. He has a bigger sample size. The, the, two, the two major gyms that I've trained at, Plus the ones that I've visited had a lot of like burly firefighters and cops. So like, <laughs> like I'm biased towards thinking everyone's big. even traditional like Gracie Jiu Jitsu's. Like I, I like, have I haven't been to a, a like a small traditional school. Okay. I haven't like I've been to one. Those I haven't been to many of those because those are usually a little more like no, we, you cannot come in. I'm like all right, all right, like it's okay, yeah. just yeah, like they they don't want to be gym stormed. No, or whatever. they don't. They and, and then. They, if they do, they, you have to buy our gi. And I'm like, for one class? Yeah. I brought a group of kids up. Yeah. For a, well, I, I just wanted to train. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so maybe maybe this won't be much of an issue, and you'll be able yeah. to find a bunch of people Hopefully. your size. But, you know, there there are adjustments you can make if you end up in a situation filled with a bunch of burly firefighters yeah. like I did. Oh, I've definitely heard that excuse, though. So that's what the video is about. Yeah. Is yeah. I've definitely heard that excuse. And I'm like... Man, there's a lot of little people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of little people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's stuff you could do about it. Um, like the the other one that we want to talk about, the next one probably the I'm too old. It's it's kind of it's kind of in the same vein of making excuses, but I yeah, honestly I feel I feel my coach car every time all the because the the videos about excuses so I feel my coach car kicking in like I want to coach everybody I'm like nope we're gonna talk about it I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna tell you what I tell but let's, that's another excuse I'll show you we've got somebody to look up on Instagram <laughs> we talk the, about too the jujitsu grandma the jujitsu grandma <laughs> there's no way 
I, I hope I could. I hope we could give her a tag of the video and she sees it because <laughs> I, I, I follow her. Like I cannot. Yeah. I, I've shown my grandma. <laughs> now yeah. my grandma is ninety. So, one. so, so when is she starting jujitsu? I've tried hard. She just, walk, she just hey, walk the walk, grandma. Hey, watch it. Hold on. <laughs> she rides her air dog. Okay. I got her an air dog. Okay, so car- cardio won't be Listen, a problem for she Jason rides her grandma. air dog. <laughs> she, she does. She says, "Well, I just do it three or four times a day." And I'm like three or four three times or a four, day, she's beating me. She gets on her for like fifteen <laughs> minutes, three or four times a day, and just rides an air dog. She's yeah, it's funny. But <laughs> That's top she one. She says she won't do jujitsu. Top one percent of grandma. I tried hard. I tried hard. <laughs> yeah. So age isn't. Come on. Yeah. Too old. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that one before. If you if you're intelligent about the way that you're you're approaching training, age really isn't an issue. Where where do you hear that? So, I think the too old excuse comes from. I hear it mostly like there's not really an age group that says too old. I think it's just like one of those things. No, you, you're like people my age say they're too old, 30, 32 years old. I'm like, you're too old, <laughs> you know, but like 40, what 40, maybe somebody say too old 40 would be where you'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. People, people find ways to complain and make excuses. Cause are you going to make it to place? 50? Like if you're 40, <laughs> are you going to make it to 50? Probably. Right. Yeah. What could you be in 10 years of, of jujitsu? Yeah. I mean, you're 40, you should start understanding investments at this time. Like, yeah. If you just got into jiu-jitsu at 40 years old, and that's probably an acceptable, I might be getting too old. Yeah. No, if you got into jiu-jitsu at 40 years old, you're probably, if you do things right, probably a brown belt Yeah. at least, right, in any way, shape, or form. If you right. get in the right place and pay the right money, you could be a black belt. Yeah. Um, well, I think that 10 years. like 10 it just, years, right? It's right yeah. on the line, right? Yeah, like you're going to be a brown belt at least Yeah. working towards a black belt. So, I mean, shoot, is. Are you going to be done doing stuff at 50? No. And how much cooler would it be? So too old. I I love those type of excuses. <laughs> Maybe if you're Jiu-Jitsu grandma's age, but she's. She still did it. And does it. And competes. <laughs> she, she still did it. She competes. Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't just go to class. She competes. And she yeah. posts videos all the time. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are caveats. Like if, if you're, if you're in your forties, you're not very likely to be a world champion but if you're realistic with yourself are you do you do you really want to put in the work to do something like that for most people the answer is no i'm the best 78 year old there is (laughs) if they could say that i'm the i'm the best i'm the best 78 (laughs) there's another 78 year old yeah No, the Jiu-Jitsu grandma just shatters that. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I thought I was like, when I was thinking about us talking today, I was like, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to make the screen look at Jiu-Jitsu grandma. Like, look. Maybe, please, maybe I'll put a link. In please there. put a link. And, and go, if you're listening, if you took the time to listen to us talk about the excuses people make, please go look up Jiu-Jitsu yeah. grandma. Yeah. I mean, so, so like. If, I guess if it's, you don't get too many too youngs. So, um. No, too 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 young. Like, but I do when, get too young because I can still wrestle, and I'm like, I don't because we're around our wrestling community. Like, you'll get that. Like, oh no, that's for after wrestling. That's a different thing. Uh, yeah, that's a different. Yeah, thing. Still, I'll, like, still like, an excuse to, I'll get though. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like outside of the scope of this. That's like yeah, for for, for uh, sure. 
little kids and that's just a whole yeah. whole di- we could do an episode on kids um maybe over over in, well, on I, a different i've one. been told by uh, an 18 year old kid who's wanting to go to college and i saw that he was he's not gonna do it until after college wrestling so i mean that's close i mean you're talking about 18 yeah yeah i mean uh, i kind of view teenagers as being kind of like in between our yeah. two groups i keep them under 21 as <laughs> but yeah. yeah i just yeah 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 so um like you know there there's a song like i ain't as good as i once was but i'm as oh, yeah. good once as I ever was. So, and I so, that's true. So, so I, I kind of like th- thought about that. And I was <laughs> like, you know, if you, if you translate it from country to jujitsu, then all that means is that you just peak less often. So don't, don't, uh, don't overtrain all year. Yeah. So be be a little smarter about programming how you how you approach like competing if you're going to compete or how you approach training because um, the the, the tough thing about jujitsu is that there's no season so you don't you don't stop and give yourself time to recover generally because it's something that you can do every week and if you're doing it every week multiple times a week or multiple times a day even, mm-hmm. um, then you need to be giving yourself some time to rest. And you either need to be peaking and then taking a little break and then, you know, building back up to a peak or, you know, the, the kind of stuff that's covered in other sports. But Yeah, you could find information on that periodization, yeah. just training yeah. periodization. Um, you know, if, if you if you're, feel like you're getting a little, little too old, you probably – understand your body a little more too um you know so that's that's a big thing you know a lot of that periodization is just really about filling your body and hey are you feeling a little run down today well let's go light today yeah. you know and that'll help nullify your you know i, I feel you I, I can tell a difference you know in years but so I, I understand that um but there's definitely things that i do you know man i'm feeling a little rough today i'm not gonna go hard today i'm yeah. gonna go light i'm gonna look at my partner and i'm gonna say hey my old, my old shoulder's hurting today. Yeah, picking partners. Yeah, <laughs> another another thing. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, yeah. So so controlling your intensity matters a lot more as you age, and as you accumulate yeah. small injuries, which is just kind of a part of aging in general. Um, let alone in a sport that essentially occurs year round. So if if you keep things at a lower ish intensity you'll be able to go year round but if you're like most people you're gonna go too hard too much so if you keep an eye on that it'll really help like if you're if you've started or you're just starting the first six months or whatever you're gonna be going too hard and that's i think that that's why instructors tell you oh just two times a week you know to, to start and that's that's to kind of build in that recovery time when you're on the older end right because yeah, because they're you're not uh intelligent enough on the mats for like doing the grappling part you're not you don't have enough grappling iq to know how much you're taxing yourself so i think that that's where that train two times a week came from initially right that makes to, sense yeah because yeah. because like Jiu-Jitsu has kind of um, expanded the age range of people who start it uh, over time. 
So you yeah. get a you get a lot more people starting in their thirties, forties, fifties, and that's just like over time, it's become more. It's it's aged a little bit. Like yeah. the the demographic spread is is pretty huge. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, out of ten new students, you can't guess the age range. They could be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty percent people who would say, "Oh, too old." Well, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, no, I've got a couple that are on the mats every day with us. Yeah. yeah. Lord. Okay, so uh, so being too old isn't really an excuse. Um, you can start at virtually any age as long as, you know, your doctor isn't telling you not to. <laughs> we we talked, uh, we, we, when we started kind of chatting about this, we talked about uh, one of the things that come with people saying too old is kind of that uh, skill ceiling. Oh, yeah. Make sure, yeah. make sure... Uh, and just my, my thoughts on kind of that, because uh, I've had guys say, well, man, I'm, I wish I'd have started earlier, man. I, I'm just not going to be able to be good. No, like, it's, uh, jujitsu is a feel thing, and it's, there's not, like, if you're worried about being, like, on, on the further scale, like, if you're, that's if you're trying to be the best in the world. Like, yeah, maybe you're not going to be as good as Gordon Ryan because he started before you. But, like, um, you know, if, like, if that's something you're really worried about, like, Mat time is everything, and I and I'm not sure if uh, there is a ceiling. I, I know that I put in time in one year of commitment um, with training and coaching, um, and and being on the mat. You know, where there's days where it's ten hours a day for six months at a time. So I'm not saying that you can't you know cut curves even in that if that's your big goal there. You know, so the skill ceiling. Like, but most people that are like, are you ten years? You know, are you gonna age out of this in 10 years probably not uh you know so 10 years if i can i can work and get a black belt in 10 years like it's hard to say there's a skill ceiling like a black belt's a pretty skilled you know that might be a skill ceiling but like you're you yeah the, ce- the ceiling's pretty high it's, it's, it's most crazy. people aren't yeah. going to aren't, yeah. most people like in the world stop, stop, <laughs> they stop they stop for all kinds of reasons it's not just about jiu-jitsu like like 10 years is a long time Mm -hmm. and and uh you know circumstances change and maybe sometimes you're not able to train for a year or two because of a new job or moving or you know you have a you have a kid you know so so like you those are those are all all things you can work around if you want to but sometimes it's it's more prudent to put time into a business or whatever but like that's the the ceiling is so high that most people don't reach it and the kind of people that make it to world class you know if you if you want to be world class at anything you do have to start it kind of a little bit earlier like not a ton earlier you can become a world class jujitsu athlete if you start in your 20s it will be harder for you yeah, but, but i know I know, I know that there are people who have done it, um, and like you have to be honest with yourself about whether or not that's really something that truly matters to you. I think that yeah. you know, if you get to black belt, even like you know, hobbyist level, older people black belt, you're still wiping the floor yeah, with almost badass. everybody. You're badass. <laughs> like that's a pretty good if you if you get there. And even if you like let your skill atrophy, you're still a badass. I don't know. I've I've grabbed a hold of 
you know, really good black belts and really bad black belts. But I don't know if I've grabbed a hold of one black belt. All the traveling I've ever done that, like, like when I grabbed them, I was like, yeah, you're a black belt. Yeah. Even if it wasn't nowhere near yeah. the yeah. level of the other black belt I've grabbed. I was yeah. like, oh, no, you're still a black belt. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, 115 pound, no, there's a 115 pound black belt in Arizona, a little bitty lady. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how old she is because she, she's probably really old, but she's not. Yeah, you don't ask. So. Yeah, yeah, she's not. Well, yeah. But anyway, she's she's one of those. Like, oh, I know you're a black belt. So, you know, even there, you're talking about a little bitty yeah. <laughs> and, and just a, just a hammer. Yeah, I, like in general, I wouldn't worry about the skill ceiling nah. thing because you could get really good. You can get, you know, maybe not world-class competitor, but you could, like, I don't know, you could be in the top 1% easily. Yeah. Like as far as like jujitsu ability, no problem, no problem. You make it to black belt, you like do some focus work. You, top one percent is pretty good. Well, we we had a we had a little a little scrappy lady in our gym. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, I think I've seen her probably tap everybody up to the top three guys in her gym that she hasn't tapped, but she's she's gotten me. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I, I've watched her get. A, and I'm talking about 112 pounds soaking wet, yeah. 55. No, no, you can't say that. Hold on. I think 55. What? You can't say. Hey, that. listen, she's a tough old lady. <laughs> she knows it. I tell her, holy cow. You can say 50s. You can't reveal Sorry. the actual. Holy cow. <laughs> Some ish. Yeah, 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 yeah ish. but, but yeah. you know that. Yeah, older than old, older than us, and, and far far uh, smaller. <laughs> yeah, and not even a black belt yet. Yeah, you know, so it's like not even. Yeah, she's a purple belt. So. Yeah, a couple years away from yeah. it, so that's just how uh, powerful it can be. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah, the, don't worry about the skill ceiling thing. It's it's not that relevant. Like most people yeah. aren't able to be uh, world class because that's world class, right? But you can. Like as far you could get world class, but you're not gonna necessarily be a champion uh, unless you start a little early. But you could get hey, there, there you could are, get so much done. Yeah, but there are older people divisions, right? That's true, but you like know. It, right there, yeah. I think uh, you can until, find okay until you until you get to black belt, you will be able to compete with any everyone up to yeah. brown belt. So but when get... when you hit when you hit when you hit black belt <laughs> and you start seeing people with four or five uh, you yeah. know what whatever it is that if they've been a black a belt for twenty around, yeah. Yeah, if, you, if they've been a black belt for twenty years I don't know if you'll ever get to, to yeah, tapping probably. these people but but up until black belt in those age divisions you've got a shot yeah. you could definitely take first in one of those for sure a hundred percent. For sure, but it changes a little bit at black belt. It changes. Yeah, the um, water the water gets really deep. Oh God, yep, yep. Uh, okay, so the other thing is uh, people who do not want to compete don't compete. <laughs> it's it's don't that compete. simple. <laughs> like, yeah, like everybody talks about how how important competition is. It's not as important as you might think. Uh, there there are some gyms that are competition-focused, competition, but, like, really, uh, I guess on this we're going to use our gym like as far as examples a lot, right? But I know that our gym is a different environment, but, like, there's probably not a more competition-oriented gym than our gym, right? Like, that's all of our, like, our main focus and what we do is fighting. We, we have, like, just last weekend we had, 
12 guys fight in the past month we've got we've had like 18 guys compete and fight that you train with that you've mm -hmm. been around yeah uh these are this we're we're at an mma gym for context so that you will get a lot of people who want to compete because there's nothing more real than <laughs> fighting but, but we've got a compete. we've got a good group of people that just don't don't really care to compete yeah right like yeah <laughs> i'll do it you occasionally know, my, but michael it's not johnson that that's somebody yeah. i put matt norman yeah you know, sorry i mean you know just pull names but i'm just yeah. but that we got you know a handful of guys that they just you kind of kind of and, and i do it but i got to kind of push them to get them to compete you know so even at a gym that's probably we've, we've got a lot of guys that kind of just do it to, to do it um so you, you could help your friends uh prepare for competition without ever having for sure done a competition yourself and you'll, you'll you probably want to compete maybe just not in competitions right so like you're gonna that's gonna be part of your jujitsu journey is being able to grab your buddies and, and oh man i'm competing for this little position like you're gonna you're gonna find that in the room anyway um you know, but even if you want to avoid the whole conflict of competition, I think in a jiu-jitsu, a jiu-jitsu culture is so uh, malleable, so flexible. So, like, if you look at you know, the industry, hey, this is something I really, I really don't, you don't have to do live. And that's the competition side of class. Like, mm -hmm. instructors will usually bend and, and, and work with you to help you work through that first little bit of worry that you got. So, Yeah, I, I think that hard rolls with your friends it's enough to give you um, context on how to do jujitsu under pressure, and yeah. like that's that's really what the, the tournaments are about. Like, you can have a hard roll with your friends, but it's it's real. It's not quite as uh, intense as a competition roll, but I think no. that's you know I don't think you need it. Not not for getting you know personal fulfillment out of jujitsu. That's why I, I compete very rarely. Yeah. Um, but you, you don't have to do it. And if and if you pick the right school, you're never going to get pressured into doing yeah. it. Because, you know, you, you go to a family-oriented gym, a self-defense-oriented gym, or just a gym that has a, a good culture, no one's going to expect you to compete. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no... Uh, you said fulfillment, you know, get the fulfillment from the competing. I've competed a ton, and I'm not sure if after competing I've had the same fulfillment as after a, a, just a an open mat day where everybody came in and I got good roles with all of my friends. Yeah. I think I get, you know, we're talking about fulfillment, you know. I think I get more fulfillment from that than I do when I go and win – win real real matches <laughs> yeah almost yeah. you know that it's yeah even as a you know, i guess maybe it's because it's my job maybe i don't know i've never thought about it but i get more fulfillment out of the training aspect than i do of the the competition the competition's kind of that and maybe that's an issue that's something i gotta dig into yeah maybe but yeah well when i when i finish a, a competition match for me, I just feel uh, a sense of relief that it's over, and that is not the same as the the feeling no. of having like a really good open <laughs> mat with your friends. Like, no, like just sitting there, like. But some some people uh, some people are animals, and they really want to like they have that hard edge. I'm just, I just don't happen to be one of those people. I feel like I'm not either. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm a fighter. I gotta fix that. <laughs> it's mom. Ugh. But yeah, for for most of the people listening, uh, this <laughs> for most of the people listening, it's not it's it's really not a big deal if you don't want to compete. No, it, you don't even you don't even have to roll hard. You just just you get what you get what you uh, set it up so that you get what you want out of it. If that means you don't want to roll, then then so be it. You should you should roll uh, at least light with trusted people. And you can roll hard with your trusted yeah. people, and those are it's the the relative safety and the relative uh, and the you know risk to reward of rolling with your training partners is just it's really good. So you don't have to you don't have to compete in order yeah. to get a no, lot out of it. Don't think so. Yeah. Uh, so kind of kind of uh, related here. The next point is people claiming that jujitsu is dangerous. Opening thoughts? Yeah, we, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier because we talked about, you know, picking your partners and mm -hmm. um, <laughs> opening thoughts would be the the injury stuff we do for our kids' youth uh, stuff. and it's, the, the mobility stuff? No, the, the the stats on actual what's what's more dangerous. Uh, football, but there's, those, those sports are more dangerous per injury um, right. in a youth Yep. In youth, um, you know, obviously we don't have a lot of data on just normal, but in youth, so in youth, uh, the martial you know martial arts are, are far less injury prone uh, than any of the other sports. Um, so, but I understand yeah, you know, people sure. don't want to be limping around at their job, and yeah. that is something that happens. Mm -hmm. um, we've both seen it, you know, little ankle ankle pops, and it's like, man, now I got to go work. For, Got to limp around with yeah, the boot on. Yeah, brace, brace things and then just kind of wait for it to be uh, healed yeah. up in a few weeks. And the good thing with jujitsu and that, uh, I've seen people in MMA. You know, they've gotten in trouble. Or MMA or boxing, gotten in trouble at a job. Oh yeah. Um, you know, but good thing with jujitsu, a lot of times you avoid those things that you can visibly see. But I mean, it there there is a big chance of having to go work with something hurting. So yeah, yeah. So um. I think that the the danger aspect, if you're doing things right, might be is, the most valid excuse. Yeah, it might be the most valid excuse, but you you have a lot of control over this. Like 100%. I actually on on the main uh, Jujitsu Junction channel, I I just recorded a uh, how to how to how to handle your personal safety, like whose responsibility mm -hmm. it is, and uh, what you can do to control your safety, and the things that I. I covered over there. I'll leave a link um, in the description uh, to that that video when I post this. Um, is picking a safe school, picking good training partners, and and being willing to tap early regardless of the feelings of your training partners. Easy, easy. easy. Like you, like and that'll handle everything. Yeah, that'll yeah, handle ninety percent of. Yeah, ch easy. check. Uh, you could check out that video after you're done listening or watching. But it's it's just like five minutes. It gives you a basic rundown, and it's just you can you can feel empowered to keep yourself safe. One hundred percent. There's people people think that it's uh you know they don't have control, but like jujitsu is very consensual. Like you you can stop things yeah. at any time, and if they don't. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, there, there's big time reaper, like yeah. in any gym yeah. environment. There's yeah, you big get, time you get, kick, you get kicked out, like, like 
they'll get like mauled by the other people on the mats. Yeah, like, mat, in, mat enforcers are a real thing in those moments. Yeah, but you know, but you avoid all of those if you're just like you practice a little bit of um, being present and like observing people, talking to people. You know, it's you avoid the person who's like scowling all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah we've yeah, covered those, right? That's, if you do that, that's like a lot of it. But hey, and have confidence. I promise. If there's there is a mad enforcer in your room, yeah, there, there, there is. And you probably don't know who the real one is, and hopefully yeah. you don't. Hopefully you don't have to find out. <laughs> but, well, at least hopefully you're not on the receiving yeah, end. Yeah, but when you yeah. when you do get to see, uh, usually the guys are, if there's somebody being too rough. Usually you'll see it get handled without under knowing it gets handled. Like yeah. uh, there's many more times than I could think in my whole head where it's kind of like, all right, I wasn't going to roll today, but he probably needs me to roll with him today. Yeah, because he's being a little rough, you know. And that I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, we're, we're hopefully hopefully yeah. someone uses their words first, but sometimes yeah. people. Don't don't pay attention. Well, to even the if words. they're just being a little rough, you know, yeah. yeah, and not even you know, you'll have somebody watching your roles. I like can, especially if you're a new student. There's not a new student that doesn't come in our room that I that I don't watch every uh-huh. single role yep. that somebody has with them. Mm-hmm. And I promise, other instructors are the same way, you know. So if it's even if it, maybe maybe the guy didn't make you, but if he was a bit, like too rough for what he should be for going with you, yeah, you know, a lot of those things they, they get because. You know, jujitsu is a super. I say this a lot, but like, jujitsu is a superpower in that sense. Like it's special. Um, you know, so uh, you, people are watching. Like you, you, there's very few times, and if you're in a school like this, you know, definitely, and maybe look for another place. There's very few times that the instructors aren't watching the new students get roles because that that's very, very, very important. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the point of uh, keeping or. Keep, you have to keep the student safe, and then you have to keep your students safe, yep. and then you have to protect the uh, safe feeling culture. These are all very important things, so they're not going to get ignored. And you don't even have to; it doesn't even have to be an instructor. It just has to be someone who's around and likes their training environment and will protect it. Yep, one hundred percent. So, like, yeah, um, but yeah, just uh, you can you can control your danger levels. Yeah. You have a you have a lot of control over your own danger levels, like. You pick you pick the right school, you stay present and pick good training partners, and you tap early, especially if you don't know them. If you just want a very quick rundown of how to keep yourself as safe as possible, it's just not it's not dangerous. Or or else, people who are just like normal people aren't going to do jujitsu. There wouldn't be kids programs. You wouldn't have most women willing to train jujitsu if it was inherently super dangerous yeah a lot of times i just and this will be the last thing i'll say on my i combat the uh it's dangerous thing would be like oh are you gonna try to come in there and like win and beat everybody they're like oh no i don't care about winning like, oh, okay well then easy y- easy yeah we can don't worry we can get we can help you there like and easy video yeah. check it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay uh and we're we are getting kind of close to an hour here so we're gonna speed up Th- these other ones are like kind of quick to go through um, yeah we've, we've got the uh it's gross um sometimes <laughs> listen i've been walking around the grocery store before before 
and smelled somebody. People are gross everywhere. Yeah. You know what I do? I take a shower. I clean myself. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I make sure, like, if I roll with somebody who, I, if, if I make contact with somebody who I think's gross, and I don't do the hand sanitizer thing all the time, yeah. but guess what I do? <laughs> Use hand sanitizer. So, like, if you think it's gross, spritzing yourself with alcohol. Slowly. Reflect. <laughs> clean yourself because it's like, oh, okay. I guess yeah. he's a little dirtier than me. No, just just clean yourself, and you don't have yeah. to worry about that. Yeah, like like if they're if they're gross enough, if they're gross enough, don't don't touch them, don't roll with them, right? Like at least don't roll Easy. with them again Easy. in the future, right? Yeah. Just communicate. Yeah, uh, yeah. People people don't like being told that they smell bad, but maybe that's what they need. <laughs> I've got one today that I'm telling because I had to throw my shirt away yesterday. Oh God. Yep, I'm telling them. It's like that. <laughs> well, you enjoy that. Or not, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can you can avoid people who are really bad, um, and and for people who are just only kind of bad or they just sweat all over you. If if they're sweating a lot, it might be gross to you, but if they're sweating a lot, the actual like it's so diluted, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you can like al- you can almost drink it. Yeah, oh god, uh, you, right, sorry. You you enjoy that. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I could even say it without. <laughs> yeah. So you you get used to it. Like most people, like there's there's not a lot of physical contact in most people's lives. So it is it's gonna take a little bit to get used to, you know, grappling with sweaty people. That's for sure. It's not it's not normal anymore to do anything like that. But you get used to it. And if you take a shower and you avoid the people who smell like vomit, then. <laughs> That's not that common. Just, just, just for clarity, it's not that common. No, it's not. You get, you get like maybe one out of a hundred people that are like, oh, I don't want to yeah, touch. Yeah, and this they just stand out. That's why we're picking on about yeah. it so much because they stand out. Because one like, in a okay, hundred, yeah, it might even, it might really even be, bad. yeah, it might even be less than one in a hundred. But you know, for the most part, people aren't just like abjectly disgusting yeah. all the time. Like, you know, no, it's such a close thing. Like people think about that, like. Yeah. Guys that I know don't care about how they look or how they smell most of the time. I've watched him make sure to take a shower and put deodorant on before he roll with people. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, because you're that close. Like, you try to watch that for yeah. sure. For sure. Yep. Uh, then the other one is the claustrophobia thing. Um, it's another thing you get used to. That that yeah. is That is part of it, though. Like, how many – like, if you didn't do combat sports – how often would you get pinned to the ground like this? <laughs> Never. Never. So, it's, so it's very, it's very new feeling. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And that's one of those uh, with jujitsu will help with that. You know, it's yeah. You'll you'll get over the claustrophobia part of things. Yeah. Uh, you when you when you trust your training partners, which happens over time. Um, with enough repetitions, it's not going to feel like such a big deal to get, you know, pinned and feel like kind of like closed off. But yeah, like, I don't, I don't know anybody who's complained about that, trained for like two or three months and still felt exactly the same way after. I I was trying to think when I was uh, taking notes, I, I don't know if I can reflect one time. Where claustrophobic was more than a one-time issue for anybody. The worst one I had, we have we were at a seminar in Atlanta, 
and a lady had been in a car accident where the car accident put her in a bodysuit for six months, like a, like one of the worst you could have. And the first seminar we'd done there, she freaked out, went to crying fits. And it was that was the first time I'd seen an that actual. was an actual honest fear. Um, now we're talking a year later. Um, she's done lessons every month when we come. She's one of the fun, but like that was something clearly she had to get over. And she, she said that after she just realized, wait a minute, okay, that's the first time this little flashback's ever happened to me. Um, she was like, where I, I remember my car, and she was like, okay, it's not real. You know, she kind of worked through it in herself there, but, but believe with the psychiatrist, I believe she had to, like, hey, why did this come up? Why, you know, but that was the worst I'd seen. And, and she only had one big fit, mm -hmm. and then now she can grapple and, and work has completely worked through it. So even, you know, the most extreme, it yeah. was, yeah. I've seen it, man. It, it hit my, my empathetic yeah, cords, even, man. Even, even extreme claustrophobia can be overcome. Yeah, for sure. Like there's, you, you'll get, you'll, you'll get used to it. Yeah. It's not something that uh, is a permanent issue in almost every single case. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's, don't let that one stop you. Um, kind of related to the it's gross is, you know, the mat disease and virus transfer stuff. That's that comes down to just taking showers again. Like it's not, yeah. it's not complicated. You know, you don't have to use special soaps. Just, just take showers. Be diligent about being clean. Wipe yourself if you have to um, afterwards, and that'll that'll help a lot. <clears throat> so, oh God, even being exposed to kids at at any point, you don't even yeah. have to be a parent with a kid living with you all the time. It just takes yeah. a little bit. Now, six months of officially a two and a half year old that goes to daycare, so. <laughs> All the time. I feel bad for the people listening when normal. you make Sorry, that sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like having to want to wipe my face the whole time from cheek to cheek. Yeah. Just yeah. the effects of a two and a half year old. For sure. <laughs> yep. Um, so the other thing that people the other thing that people have concerns about is, you know, mixing genders, like men and women grappling together. Like from from both ends really. Like mm -hmm. women are nervous for all kinds of reasons, and then the, there are men that are nervous because they they don't want to hurt women. They they feel awkward around women. They um, you know there's it's just kind of tr yeah. trouble communicating across yeah. The, yeah. the line, I guess. Like some of uh, some of my best roles have been with uh, females. Talk about tenth grade, yeah, Belgrade, yeah. tenth planet Belgrade. That was a uh, yeah. That that's. Some of my best, man, some of the, the coolest people I've met in jiu-jitsu has been females. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Murphy, out of the, the lab, she's at UFC. She just fought for a title in the UFC. Um, black belt in jiu-jitsu, teaches women. You know, she actually does two-day week women's class. So I think that's something that's pretty common in most. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how common, um, but I know I've seen a couple, a couple of the girls that I've met through traveling jiu-jitsu. They run two-day a week women's only classes mm -hmm. um and that probably i would assume that's more popular than a mixed gender class right uh i, I there's a i mean there's a reason why women's only classes exist and like uh well we're gonna let's let's start wow let's let's good. yeah let's that's i can't believe my sternum did that mm -hmm. um let's let's start with talking about it from the women's point of view right so <clears throat> 
there there are like some challenges that come with rolling with the majority of either your roles being men, um, especially if you're thinking about uh, competitions. Like women, women move differently. They're more yeah. mobile in different areas. They, they're generally speaking less strong than men who they know how to sag their weight which is important in jiu-jitsu yeah yeah that's <laughs> true Mom, yeah man, that, that's man, true i've tell, never even thought about that yeah, yeah. yeah you tell a man to put pressure down and they usually push you tell a woman to put pressure most time they sag yeah and they get really 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 heavy yeah that's yeah. it's better to sag when you're yeah. adding pressure <laughs> but yeah uh so i mean there there is a reason why the women's only classes exist it's it's because there's different different movements different uh they they even have like different styles that they yeah. develop it's yep. just it's just different um like they're like a lot of the times the the reason that women hesitate is like you know the creep factor like there's 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 creepy guys i don't want people touching me there is creepy guys but that's true <laughs> you can i guess if that's a worry like you need to Pay attention to, like, I'm not a girl. How can I tell that guy's creepy? And you can't tell that guy's creepy. It's <laughs> 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 just like, you're like, look yeah. around the room. You can usually tell, like, it's uh, it's usually the guy that's extra smiling at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, there's, I think there's no, a, I'm just kidding. The, yeah, I think there's a big, di- big difference between uh, people being, like, you know, interested and friendly and being creepy. Yeah. And, sure. like, the easiest way to combat this that I've seen women do is they will, you know, buddy up to women that already exist yeah. in the gym. They get kind of like the lowdown um, on what's going on. If they if they make friends with, you know, just just when when they're there for a long time and they make friends, those friends are going to stop the guy from being yeah. being like out of line. It's it's not super complicated it usually takes care of itself as long as you're in the right school yeah i agree like and it and it all depends on what the instructors and or the gym owners like stances there's there's always room for people to make the wrong choices but if it comes from the top and you're generally sociable with the with the people that are around, you're gonna, it's gonna self-correct. Yeah. At least that's that's what I've seen in my experience. You probably have more experience in multiple yeah. environments, but that's Just, what I saw. No, that that's that's pretty spot on. I mean, there's obviously I've been around you know a bunch of gyms. Um, there's a couple bad apples, but that's everywhere. Yeah, that, um, that's and, not and just jujitsu. That's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And usually there were clear signs clear signs um you know and it, and it usually gets snuffed out pretty quick mm-hmm. um, now it is ugly once it happened you know the couple that i've seen happen you know and we're talking about the extreme cases you know where there's the gym folds are full of creeps but that's super rare yeah, you you walk into those gyms and you will you know, immediately feel uncomfortable yeah. and you will leave and i've felt that way as a guy yeah like, no you walk in everybody's like not able to socially If you're a female interact. and you're worried about that, use your empathetic skills. Yeah. You are blessed with them, I promise. Feel it and be like, yeah. okay, this feels weird. It's probably weird. Don't yeah. override that. Don't say you're, you yeah. know, that's that's yeah. easy. I mean, worst case scenario, you erred on the, the side of caution. 
Yeah. Okay, so be it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't worry about the creeps. I wouldn't worry about mixed genders. I, I, I think that's another one of these valuable things jiu-jitsu does. Like, if that's a worry, like, listen, jiu-jitsu is going to show you that it's, yeah, while, you know, that man is strong, but jiu-jitsu is, again, powerful. Like, it's, yeah. it definitely gives you empowerment. Like, hey, when I when I sell the programs to, to girls, the, the 14, 15-year-old girls, it's like, I just want you to see that even, you know, another boy close to your size, like, you can get them off of you. You can end up on top of them, mm-hmm. you know, so it'll even give you that confidence. You know, if that's a little bit of a worry, like, oh, well, you know, just a little intimidated having to go with me. Oh, well, that, that'll that fix that intimidation. Yeah, you, you, you can easily, well, not easily, but you will get to the point where you know how to disengage and get away. Like, it, it's helpful. It's helpful yep. across the... Uh, Oh, across sure. the gender line or whatever so um so from the guy's point of view get over it quit being a creep <laughs> yeah if mixed if, genders is okay you're not as studly as you think you are <laughs> you're not gonna hurt a female <laughs> if there's a female in class and they're allowing you to go with that female in class she can probably hurt you mm. You did not because you're stronger. Stop what she's doing. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's well, a that's a because every time and maybe there are a genuine and I'm sorry if there's a genuine. Well, I don't want to work with girls. No, it's not genuine. You think you're too man. That's all incorrect. Uh, I don't know. It depends on the it's person. Really hard. Like I'm gonna give a dissenting opinion. Good. Here. Then we're gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> People. Like we, like we gotta be done, we gotta okay. be done soon, so, but all oh, this is gonna be an argument now. Yeah. Really. So so, <laughs> like okay. So there's, if you think you're creepy, you're probably being creepy. Just leave them alone. <laughs> there's 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 plenty there's plenty of guys there. Just work with them. If you think you're being creepy. Yeah, you're probably you're being, creepy. being creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So That's simple. <laughs> simple. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so if you're on that end, then if if you're worried about hurting them, just be very in tune with where you're putting your weight. Yeah, no, no not. problem. Like uh, if, if you feel like you're being too strong with them and they can't move, you're being too strong with them and they can't move. Like, hey, just, just be, just be present in your body. You can, you can safely roll with them. You don't have to roll with. You, them. I'm about to say, I watch people look at, I watch people look at Little Miss Lady and they're like, hey, no, I'm sorry, and she's like, okay. Yeah, it's it's simple. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. If you look at the little female, and you tell the little female, "Hey, I, I'm fine. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel comfortable." She's perfectly. I don't look at her and be like, "Hey, I think I'm too big for you." <laughs> no, All right, she, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, she'll choke you out. <laughs> I think I'm too because they'll be like, "Oh no, I think you're fine." <laughs> They're going to choke you out. Yeah, but you know, just in general, that's another like, man, the jujitsu community is so open. Most like you can really just speak up. Have it teaches you that like mm-hmm. you, you can have empowerment in what you're doing like hopefully i went too far from the mic but you can have empowerment for what you're doing like just speak up and say hey uh i'm a little uncomfortable i, I don't know if i can control my weight i don't want to hurt you and, and they'll respect that like, yeah you know, they, they would prefer that especially if you're a big sweaty strong man i promise <laughs> yeah. they're not going to be upset that you don't want to go with them well i like every place i've ever trained um women don't really roll with guys until they've heard one of the other guys that's more experienced give them the green light. 100%. So, and that's usually my position. That's yeah. usually something that I do. I'm like, hey, yeah. hey, uh, X, you, you go roll. These are the three you can roll with. Yeah. 
uh, this student will even text me and say, hey, boom, 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 we're in class. Okay, go to the kids' class today. Oh, okay. I didn't know you did that. You better believe it, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I couldn't be a... I couldn't be an instructor of people if I didn't uh, yeah, that direct. Makes, sense. makes a lot of if sense. If I didn't direct and protect yeah. completely, yeah. Um, you know. But yeah, don't don't feel pressured to uh, train across. You know, yeah. if you if you're a man, you don't have to train with women. If you're a woman, you don't have to train with men. But if you keep you keep your like perception open and you pay attention, cross training like between men and women very very easy to handle yeah. like you just like you can in, you could talk to your instructor if you feel uncomfortable talking to just like the people that are on the mats your training partners whatever first off you'll get to the point where you can yeah for sure um and you should be working toward that point yeah if you don't think so that's yeah. that's what you're you should be working to that point where you mm -hmm. feel you know you're, you want to build enough of a relationship there maybe that's it maybe you don't have to build that super camaraderie but you need to build enough of a relationship where you you feel like Hey man, that was a little hard today. Like, yeah, uh, res I'm respect not, I'm not level. With that. Yeah, respect level, yeah. politeness. You know, you don't have to be buddy buddy with everybody, but you have to trust each other. And if you cannot build to a point of trust, don't ever roll with them. It's pretty simple. Um, okay, so let's hit these other ones real quick. Um, so, the too busy excuse. Um, I think that the too busy excuse is. Uh, sometimes valid, but <clears throat> it just depends on what your level of determination is as far as how much you want to train jiu-jitsu. If you only want to train jiu-jitsu to, you know, a hobby level where you just, like, get getting your hour of exercise, two hours of exercise in a week, you could do that. Um, and, and depending on the school, it could be in the morning before work. It could be in the evening after work. If you could do it during your lunch break. Yeah, there are plenty of class options. Um, plenty. Uh, got a got a friend right now, man. He, there's classes all the time. And then a lot of times there's not classes. There are groups of people that will train with you. Um, you know, from you, like if you can only make one class a week, and we've got a couple students that can only make one or two classes, and we've tried to make – extra training sessions and extra sessions and stay 30 minutes and stay 45 minutes late. Um, you know, usually that uh, busy is tagged with, I don't want to tell you that I really don't think I want to do it. You know, because if you want to do it, you can you can find that time. You know, you, anytime. There's classes on, uh, sometimes, I mean, Belgrade had classes at 9 p.m. You know, and, uh, there's classes at 6 a.m. There's classes at, 12 there's classes at 10 you know there's classes literally about any time seven days a week you could find you know i'll guarantee we could probably find classes within an hour drive anytime yeah um yeah for sure um it just depends on how much you want it yep. um you'll need to tra tailor your training amounts to whatever your goals are uh the other option is you can you can pay for a, a private lesson around your time slot Yep, yep, um, yep, yep, I yep. wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that being your only training. But you, if if that's all you could do, then that's all you could do. Um, but you can definitely supplement with private lessons. And if you're a, a super beginner, you could probably get some more affordable ones from blue belts, purple belts. You don't yeah. have to go with the instructor. Instructor, yeah, for sure. And uh, people don't. People kind of sleep on that as an option. But then you you think about it, you can not eat out one day a week and you can get an inexpensive 
private lesson from a blue belt or a purple belt. Yeah, for sure. It's not. It's it's doable. You just have to think about ways to do it. Makes sense. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. You can. You can. You can make some some progress dropping in once a week. It's not going to be the same progress that's going to get you to world champion, but we've kind of established that most people don't have that goal. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. You're, you're As long as you're kind of pushing the needle a little bit and making progress, yeah, okay, we, we need to get moving. All right. Good. All right, we've got one extensive left. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, so uh, if you have a kid, you can talk to your instructor and see if your kid can sit on the side of the mats. Mm-hmm. Like, I have only ever trained at schools where that's allowed. Yeah. Because yeah. I ha- I've always had my kid as, like, my little sidecar, yeah. right? And that's – if you find a family-oriented gym, that kind of that, – that eliminates a lot of the too busy, I yeah. think, for, yeah. for the people in their 30s and above. For anyway. sure. It, it, can, it can get so – definitely. If you can find a gym and you've got a kid that – a kid-friendly gym, uh, it'll make a big difference in the kid, too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. Yep. Okay, and then the last one is people claim that jujitsu is too expensive. I think there's some truth to this one. Uh, in the states, in the in the U.S., oh man, jujitsu is expensive. Yeah. Um, if you if you can't afford the hundred to hundred and fifty dollars that's on average what jujitsu costs, then most people have room in their budget to do it. If it's really something yeah. they want they can do it and if they can't do it if they can't make room for that then they maybe should be focusing on fixing that first i don't know like it just depends on the circumstance yeah that's such a which obviously the culture and the way we kind of do things that's a we can find ways for you to do classes and so it's a different culture not everywhere i know not everywhere is like that so it's hard to give a you know a real yeah, there's there's this expectation that um, oh I'll just clean the mats. That's usually instructors can only afford to have one or yeah. two people like that. Yeah, and almost always that's that's already taken. Yeah. Um, so I think that this is like a budgeting issue, which is not something I'm going to give official advice on. But most people can find a way to make it work yeah. if they really want to make it work. And if not, then maybe they need to do work work in order to be able to afford it. So at least yeah. that's that's my position. There's not really much there, right? Somebody says it's too expensive. It's like, well, yeah. do you want to make it work or not? Like, yeah, you, do you want to make the money for it or not? You like, get to you get to choose your discretionary income yeah. and how you allocate it. Well, I'm so. in a big struggle now because it's like, wait, this is too expensive, but. Man, I've seen you you out four times this week. <laughs> yeah, you you cut you there's cut three that of out. You, yeah. There's three of you. Yeah. If three people eat out, you're talking fifteen dollars a piece. We're talking a fifty-five dollar bill. Yeah. Fifty-five. You do it three times. That's a hundred and sixty-five dollars in the week. Yeah. You you cut out two of those, and by the end of the month, you have room. You cut out two of those. You got holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. People. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, common sense. Just one week. One week. Just put your, don't, don't go out to eat, you know, and it fixes it. So it's, yeah. That's a funny one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So those, those are, so that's, this is the end of the uh, third episode of the Jiu Jitsu Junction podcast. 
So uh, we hope that we debunked and kind of covered some of the things that you wanted to, you know, understand, like, as far as what, what's stopping you from, from starting jujitsu and uh, given you some tools that might have been helpful uh, in terms of, you know, keeping you or getting you on the mats in the first place. Yeah, I guess if there's any more, if, if you have any other excuses or why you don't <laughs> yeah, think you would let, yeah. put them in the comments. Yeah, drop, drop that, it in the comments That's the most on common. That's, yeah. that's what we've heard over, yeah. over our time. So you, it's probably one of these things, you know, if you've got a reason why you're not doing jiu-jitsu, it's probably one of these things. So. Yeah, sure. So anyway, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.